Welcome to Super Nerd Pals, the roundtable podcast about your favorite nerd culture stuff. I'm Stan Gadurski, founder and host, and on this week's episode, we weigh in on MCU's Steve Rogers dropping the mantle of Captain America. Uh, how do you feel about that? As long as Chris Evans is still Steve Rogers, I don't give a fuck what they do. And Andy gives his thoughts on Resident Evil 5, re-released on the PlayStation 4. I, I like Resident Evil 5 a lot, and obviously I know I'm getting shit for that, but... After that, I give you a few good reasons why you should be reading The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl with my review of issue 11. And there's this really cool splash page of her, like, standing on, of Squirrel Girl standing on a trash can, <coughs> throwing up her fingers in binary code so to signal the squirrels, but it's like devil horns. So it looks like she's throwing up, like, metal horns, and there's, like, lightning behind her. And it's like, it's just like, it looks like the cover of a metal album with Squirrel Girl. It's just, it's such a great issue. I love it. All that, plus the news, and our comic polls for Wednesday, August 31st, this week on Super Nerd Pals. My god, why, why was it so hard to cut? I don't, why, why are we even doing this? I just, can we just start the show? Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 79 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm one of your hosts, Stan Gadurski. I'm Andy Carasquillo. And this week, we're talking comics, mostly, and some video games. And as you know, Super Nerd Pals is your weekly podcast for all your geek and nerd culture favorites. Um, so, how was your week? Played a lot of Resident Evil 5. Uh, and that was yeah. about it. How was your week? Oh, um... Well, let's see. What did I do this week? I uh, I picked up Fire Emblem again. I've been playing it a lot this week. As you know, I already beat Conquest and I beat Birthright, so I decided that I wanted to finish up Revelations. And I got about ten chapters in when I started playing it, but I put it down for school. Decided to pick it back up. I'm at cha- I started at chapter ten. That's where I left off, and now I'm chapter fifteen. So I'm hoping to finish it soon. Like so I'm, you're almost there. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. much focusing on it specifically, and I just really want to finish it. So, you want to talk about the news? Let's talk about the news. All right, the news. Um, not much this week in terms of news. We have um, the directors of Civil War have announced that um, Steve Rogers is basically not going to be Captain America in the MCU at least. I'm guessing, until Infinity War. Uh, how do you feel about that? As long as Chris Evans is still Steve Rogers, I don't give a fuck what they do. But that's just me. What do, you th- do you think they're going to try to um, get somebody else to be Captain America for a little while? The Falcon. The Falcon. I, comic books, in the comics, it was Bucky for a while. Um, but the reason it can't be Bucky is because Bucky's the reason Cap put down his shield. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they would accept him as the Captain America. That's true. I personally, I want to see Sam Wilson yeah. because he's really awesome as Captain America. If you if you if you're reading the Sam Wilson Cap comics, it's really good, and he's he's a really awesome Captain America. I've never read like a Captain America ongoing before, but I really like the Sam Wilson take on it because it's it's a lot more political. Um, so I would like to see that in, in movie form, for sure. Um, do we have other news? I forget. Oh, yeah. Um, the second piece of news we have is this fall, 
the creators of Squirrel Girl are releasing uh, an original Squirrel Girl graphic novel. So it's not part of the ongoing, but it's a full-length story about Squirrel Girl called Squirrel Girl Beats Up the Marvel Universe. <laughs> and so the entire plot is going to be... It's like, you know, have you ever read those comics where it's like Punisher kills yeah, the Punisher Marvel? Yeah, Punisher kills the Marvel Universe. And then they did, um, they did another one. Someone else killed DMC. Deadpool. Deadpool. So it was like Deadpool's Punisher. So they're doing one for Squirrel Girl now, but instead of killing them, she just beats everybody up. So I, I can't wait to read that. I'm, I'm 100% going to go pick that up. Um... Especially since it's from the creators of the ongoing, and the ongoing is amazing, incredible. When does that start? Um, the graphic novel I think is coming out this fall, so and it's gonna release as an entire. Yeah, it's like a, a one. It's a it's a graphic novel, so it's just gonna be a standalone thing. So I can't, I can't wait to read that. And I like I, how in the picture it's all like their new costumes, the new. It looks like Jane Foster Thor. Yeah, so she's gonna pretty much take out the. Uh, the new guys. Beast. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. As soon as it comes Sam out, Wilson. I'm gonna pick it up and I'll I'll let you know how it is. But Well, I'm probably gonna pick it up myself. That's about it for news. Oh. You have a topic this week? I do. Uh wanna talk about Resident Evil Five. Ah. Uh, love that game. Uh, Not many people do. For for a lot of people I have this conversation often. And everyone I have this conversation with happens to love Resident Evil 5. I don't, don't get me wrong, I love Resident Evil 5 a lot. And I think it's one of my f- favorite in the series. I don't want to say that for sure because I'm, I'm not sure how it falls for me in terms of the entire series. But it's definitely up there as one of the most fun that I've played. Um, but a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people think that this is the point, Resident Evil 5 is the point where the series like started taking a turn for like the worst after Resident Evil 4 but I like it a lot I, I like Resident Evil 5 a lot and obviously I know I'm getting shit for that but I don't give a fuck no it's cool it's, it was a, it was the first time um, they did an online co-op of, throughout the entire campaign yeah. like that in a mainline Resident Evil um, before that the only time they had a multiplayer Resident Evil was the Outbreak games and so Resident Evil 5 was like that first time you got to play with somebody else throughout the whole game. And it was very much more action-packed than the previous games. I think that's the problem everyone has with it, is yeah. that it's more of an action-adventure yeah, turn yeah. Than, a, than a survival horror. However, that game is beautifully constructed. It's... For me, it's like getting really close in tone to how the Resident Evil movies are and how yeah. over the top they are. And I mean, you know, whatever. Resident Evil has always been like a B movie, B horror movie turned into a mm-hmm. video game kind of thing. Even from the beginning, from the original Resident Evil, yeah. it's always been like, oh, like evil corporation builds like a virus. I mean, and, like, even even the cutscenes yeah, in Resident Evil One. All the voice acting was like terrible, terrible in a good way. But it was. Uh, but yeah, Resident Evil 5 took that to like the actual extreme, you know, whereas the early Resident Evils tried in some ways to remain serious, I feel like this one just kind of was like, fuck it, let's go, let's go all the way to 11. And I think it, it turned out really great. And I, I, I love the interplay between Wesker and Chris. Yeah. And I love that Jill was, like, a major part of the story. Um, not sure how I feel about them changing her hair color to, to blonde. Well, 
I understand why they did it. It was to like to make Chris not be able to think mm-hmm. that that was Jill or anyone tied to Jill. Yeah. Because Jill was presumed dead in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that Lost in Nightmares DLC, the oh, Chris so Chris and good. Jill mansion. So good. That is probably one of my. F- that one little episode right there. And I love that they released it and it plays exactly like a horror survival, but like. Co op. Nowadays. Yeah. And I feel like they, they could have turned a whole game into that yeah. you know like just horror slow pace but a co-op and it would have it would work so well i remember playing that the first time it came out and even though i was playing with a friend it scared the shit out of me especially when you were like in one area of the mansion and you started hearing the piano yeah and you know where the piano is and you have to go there and how they force you to separate and then there's that one part where um that big ass creature that looks kind of like william birkin but it's not. It's like carrying some big ass axe or hammer. And the first time you see it, you're like looking down a corridor and he just walks past. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's... So, but here's here's my question. You and I have both played this game a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. I played it on the Xbox 360. PS3. Many times. And then almost got all the achievements on the Xbox version and then went to the PS3 version and then platinumed it. So I, I played actually, all those things again. I actually 100%ed it on Xbox, 100%ed it on PS4, and uh, uh, PS3, and now I'm about to do it for PS4. <laughs> so for, for me, it was like a 95%, and then like PS3 was the first time I did like 100%, and you helped me do that. I was like, one of my white whales was getting that platinum trophy. And then now, what possessed you to do it again a third time on the PS4. They remastered it. Okay. How is it that different in terms of how it looks and plays? Not at all. Yeah, it's... But I just... I don't know. There was something about me that was like, can't let this go unfinished. I 100%ed yeah. both copies already. Need to do it one last time. I I had the same feeling for a bit, but I started looking at the trophies, and I remember what I went through to get those trophies. Like, the the lead aspirin trophy where you have to hit them as they're jumping in the head and I that I find is the easiest hard trophy out uh, there it's just it's so I don't know you upgrade the first shotgun to max you go to that level that leaves you off um you know where you have to where you have mm-hmm. to go on the raft and mm-hmm. chill like yeah. uh Shabba pulls you and you have to mm-hmm. dodge the crocodiles in yeah. the beginning there's this part where the the enemies are forced to jump towards you you just aim the shotgun up with the max piercing mm-hmm. and you shoot. I love that game, but there's just too many games out there to play that I don't want. I don't want to go back a third time. You know, double dipping was was enough for me. Triple dipping, that's that's pushing it. That's had to do it. it. Had to be done for me. <laughs> um, I mean, then again, I platinumed all the Sly Cooper games on uh, PS3 and the PS Vita. I don't. I don't mind revisiting a game. It's just like I think three is my threshold. Like I don't think I can do it three, three times. You know, unless they re-release like the, re- the Resident Evil remake on the PS5 or some shit. The other shit. thing that really sold it for me was uh, Mercenaries mode. Mm. I love playing Resident Evil Five Mercenaries. Who's your favorite Mercenaries character? Wesker. Wesker. Stars. I love Barry. Oh, I love using so Barry because he's just like I have this, and then he like shoots him with the Magnum. <laughs> That's. 
The Miranda rights. Yeah, that's my favorite like special. Josh move. has also become one of my favorite ones. Yeah. He um. Doesn't he have like wrestling moves? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. It's all wrestling moves. Yeah. The backhand, yeah. front hand. Just like the suplexes. Suplex, and stuff. Uh, elbow drop. Love it. And then Jill because Jill. You, yeah. Usually the um the BSAA Jill where she's got the hat. Yeah. That's my favorite. I like that they brought back Rebecca for it also. Yeah. My issue is that like we've never seen Rebecca as like an adult. I I just love Rebecca. Yeah. I think she's pretty awesome. Yeah, I just wish Resident Evil Zero was better. I hope with Resident Evil Seven they uh don't announce anything, but they slowly bring back Billy. Like that Billy has something to do with What's going on? Right, because we haven't seen him since Zero. Yeah, he's and like I don't, MIA. I don't think anyone's ever mentioned him since Zero. Um, he's like one of those characters. And we also haven't seen Rebecca in like a main Resident Evil game in terms of the plot since Zero. And I don't know if she's in Seven as a Mercenaries character or Revelations 2. I'm not sure. but I've uh, never... I, I stopped playing Revelations 2, so... You didn't beat it. I haven't beaten it. Yes, yeah, you could skip it, honestly. <laughs> Revelations one was amazing from start to finish. I liked the first half. I didn't like when it started getting actiony towards the Resident end. Resident Evil uh, Revelations two lost me in the first chapter. I I liked it when I played through it. It started getting really tedious towards the end, especially with those like monsters that you couldn't see. And you had to use like the little girl's like psychic vision to, to spot them. And what? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. Um, but I love that the main characters were like Barry and um, Claire and Barry's daughter. I thought that was like really cool. But yeah. I mean, it was a nice twist with Jessica in the first one. Yeah. I think she's she's helping you the whole time. You also think that you're on the same ship as Jill the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was it was a really good game. I loved it. Who do you think should be the main character of Re- Revelations Three if they do it? Leon. I can really Leon. <laughs> That's your choice. Leon wasn't a main character in a in a Revelations game yet. Who hasn't been? I'd probably go with Wesker's son also. Uh, what's his name? Is it Jake or something? Yeah, Jake. Yeah. Any last words on Resident Evil Five? Are you picking up Resident Evil Four? I am on Tuesday. Yeah. Did they update the trophy list, or is it the same as the PS3 version? Uh, I can check that. Because right. the PS3 version left a lot to be desired. It was a $20 game and only had 12 trophies. No platinum. Well, this game is also a $20 game. so. Did Res- Resident Evil 5 have the same trophies as the PS3 version? Exact same trophies. So then it might be the same. <sighs> We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the comic pulls for Wednesday, August 31st. And my topic. Stay tuned. What is it? Blood. Hope this is not Chris's blood. Hi there. Do you like blood? Do you like Chris's blood? Then please, by all means, go to www.chrisblood.com and use offer code NerdPals to get 20% off your order of 10 pints or more. Warning, Chris's Blood is not a real website. Please don't go there. Please don't use your offer code. It doesn't really exist. Please just listen to the episode. Please thank you very much. Goodbye. And we're back with Super Nerd Pals. Uh, I have found the information that we were looking for. Mm -hmm. And it seems that 
the trophy list is exactly the same. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, being that I have Resident Evil 4 for the PS3, the HD version, and being that the trophy list is exactly the same, I don't know if I will come back again. I also own Resident Evil 4 for the PS3, however... I have still never been in the goddamn game. Ever? Ever. Not even once? No. Me neither. I, get to I think we talked about that already. I get to the same one part, and I always quit. Always. The furthest I ever got playing it was on the GameCube. Where did you get? You know, the part with the castle, when the people were trying to steal uh, Ashley. We did talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we did talk about this. Um, then I picked up the PS2 version that had all the extras. Didn't get very far in it. Then I picked it up on the PS3. Or it might have been the Wii before that. I think it might have been the Wii. And then the PS3. And again, didn't beat it. So I don't know if I'm going to be spending 20 bucks to get it a fourth time. <laughs> well. Or fifth time. You know, you can get Resident Evil 4 on the iOS. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the garbage. But you, you can you can do it if you want. Yeah, well, I'm going to attempt to get this game mm -hmm. and beat it Yeah, because yeah. I've never done this before. If the changes are significant enough between the PS3 and the PS4, then maybe. Otherwise, uh, maybe not. So, do you want to talk about the comic pulls? I'll talk about the comic pulls. Not much coming out this Wednesday, August uh, 31st. The only thing of note is going to be the all-new Wolverine annual, number one. The very first annual for all-new Wolverine. Um, this one's going to be pretty significant, mainly because this is going to be a team-up between Spider-Gwen and Laura, the all-new Wolverine. And even more so because, according to the description of the comic book, and from the previews that the artists have been posting on social media, um, Wolverine and Spider-Gwen are going to switch brains. Just like that classic Ultimate Spider-Man storyline, where Peter and Logan switch brains. Except this time it's Laura and Gwen. I wonder how different it's going to be. I don't know. I can't wait to read it, though. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And and I love the Reservoir Dogs-inspired cover. I think that's just beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'm definitely going to be picking it up. And since, since it's the only book that's coming out, I'm probably 99% sure I'm going to talk about it on the next episode. <laughs> so tune in for... Super Nerd Pals 80. That's a big number. Pretty big number. Too bad Chris will be gone. And in case you're wondering, we've locked Chris in the chokey. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll be letting him out when we decide to do so. Is this Matilda? <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, for my topic this week, I picked up a bunch of books. I'm going to probably talk about a couple of them. Um, yeah. So first of all, I picked up Action Comics number 962, and it's business as usual as Superman is fighting Doomsday. Uh, it's not the best issue of Action Comics, and I think you can probably skip it. <laughs> um, all that really happens is Superman fights Doomsday, and the, uh, conflict comes to an end. Kind of, I... I want to say an anti-climatic way, but honestly, this fight has been dragging on for so long and went absolutely nowhere. Uh, because of this, I'm probably going to be dropping action comics for a while and just exclusively following Superman, but we'll see. We'll see what the next arc is going to be about, because this one's over. Uh, other than that, 
I picked up Star Wars issue 22. Um, See, I don't know if this was false advertising or if I read the advertising for this arc wrong, but um, I thought this new arc of Star Wars was going to be from the perspective of, of a group of elite stormtroopers, and that was the case for issue 21. But for 22, it's back to Han, Luke, and Leia doing their usual stuff. Um, 22 is interesting and different in the fact that the story has them stealing a Star Destroyer ship and commandeering it and using it to um, launch an attack on the Empire with it. But they run into some complications and that's where the arc is going. They steal a Star Destroyer and they're probably going to send that elite group of Stormtroopers after them to get it back, but we'll see what happens. I'm not sure I'm going to pick up 23. Um, I might... Do Do you feel like this Star Wars series has run its course? Um... I still think there's interesting stories to tell, but I'm losing patience with this time period. I think they need to move on and do other th- other stuff, especially since they're dropping Darth Vader after issue 25, and they kind of don't have anything else going on in terms of Star Wars um, that I know of. I don't I don't know if that Star Wars Rebels tie-in is still ongoing, but right now it's just Star Wars, the end of Vader, and the Han Solo mini. Which... Vader's on 24 already. Yeah, next issue I think is the last one. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but as as of right now, I'm not too impressed with where it's going, and I'm not sure I'm going to keep keep reading it. Marvel, what you need to do, and listen to me closely, you're going to make a comic series. Make it about 30 issues. Darth Maul. I, I want 30 issues of Maul. If I can choose any time period for a mini or an ongoing it's got to be the old republic it's got to be revan revan's my favorite character in star wars um he needs to be reintroduced to the main continuity i feel like there's so much you could have done with maul there was so much missed opportunity i mean have you been you haven't been watching rebels right no i heard they they continue with maul maul has survived all the way through the prequels he has not died um and he's really awesome in Rebels because he's 20 years older. He's, he's like, old. And he's he, they're presented in the the season finale of um, season two of Rebels, which was a fucking incredible episode, by the way. Um, you should watch it. You don't even have to watch the rest of Rebels. I would suggest you just watching that. Have you seen the Clone Wars series? Uh, I am on season four. So you get the Ahsoka and the Anakin stuff, right? So um, in Rebels, Ahsoka has come back as an adult. Um, She's not part of the Jedi Order. She hasn't been since the end of the Clone Wars series. They kind of kick her out. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, But they kick her out, and she hasn't been seen since. But she's back in Rebels as one of the Rebels. And the season finale of season two has Vader and Ahsoka facing off in a lightsaber battle. They finally come face to face after all this time, and she confronts him for being Vader, and it's just an amazing episode because it also reintroduces Darth Maul as an old man, kind of an old man, and he acts a lot, like very in in the years since the Clone Wars and since the prequels, Darth Maul has got to a point where he's um, still like part of the dark side, very much like how he always is, but he's a little bit m- more wizened. And so he's like a dark side version of Yoda. 
and that he's like wise in the dark side of the force but he's also really tricky well i know in uh clone wars palpatine kills his brother i don't know if any of this continuity is the same um yeah clone wars and rambles have a shared continuity and they're both part of the main star wars canon so it's everything that so maul is technically still alive we don't know what happened to him we don't know if he dies in Rebels at some point or what's going on, but as of right now, he's still alive in ongoing Star Wars stories, so there you go. Oh, but anyway, I'm only going to... I keep saying this every time, and I keep picking up the new issues anyway, but I really feel like I'm just going to just read the Obi-Wan side stories that come out at the end of every arc. So um, I believe you said that last week. <laughs> yeah, I, pro- I, I honestly, every time I talk about this series, that's what I mention, that I'm going to drop it and only read the Obi-Wan stuff. But I, I really like Star Wars, man. I fucking love Star Wars. You know, I think you agree, right? Well, I, un- I understand where you're going because as much as I keep saying that Spidey's the only book that I'm going to follow, I still pick up all the other Spider-Man books. Yeah, see, like, that's the thing. It's like you, you love a, a property so much you just want to, even when it's, like, garbage. You know, like, actually, comics has been, like, so awful lately, but I keep picking it up. But we'll see. Moving on. Batgirl number two came out. And then the last book that I picked up that I'm going to talk about is Squirrel Girl issue 11, which is a standalone issue. So you can read it without having read anything else. Um, this is because they're between arcs. They do this at the end of every other arc. Um, the last issue was the, the last standalone issue was the Choose Your Own Adventure book, which is oh, also yeah. great. This one has Squirrel Girl being attacked in her sleep by like a Freddy Krueger style villain called Nightmare. That's literally his name. His name is Nightmare. And he's attacking Squirrel Girl in her sleep. And by doing it, he's sending classic Spider-Man villains after her for some reason. It's specifically Spider-Man villains. Well, um, almost specifically. There's a super villain called Count Nefaria that she beats by teaching him how to count binary on his fingers. <laughs> and that's how she solves most of her problems in this issue by using her knowledge of computer science to defeat her foes. Um, she takes out Dr. Octopus and Venom. she uses code also to direct the squirrels, some computer code to direct squirrels to scream at Venom. Cause you know, his like Sonic stuff is his own uh, weaknesses. And there's this really cool splash page of her like standing on, of Squirrel Girl standing on a trash can <laughs> throwing up her fingers in binary code so to signal the squirrels but it's like devil horns so it looks like she's throwing up like metal horns and there's like lightning behind her and it's like it's just like it looks like the cover of a metal album with squirrel girl it's just it's such a great issue i love it but yeah that was it's a whole issue it's like it's a one and done story it's like a villain of the week kind of thing um and it's great it's it's really funny it's cool she's got all this like she teaches you some basics in computer science um, she she taught me how to count binary on my fingers, which is just awesome. Um, so scroll girl every month, every month it's a it's a it's a little present <laughs> from from the creators to me, and I highly recommend you always picking up scroll girl. It, there's never been one issue where I thought was underwhelming, and that's it. That's my topics. I think that's it for today's episode. Oh well, here we are. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. This has been Super Nerd Pals, episode 79. I'm one of your hosts, Dan Gadurski. I'm Andy Karaskola. You can find Super Nerd Pals on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. 
um, give us five stars. That helps people find us a lot easier. We're also on Twitter. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at SuperNerdPalace. You can find me on Twitter at StanDoom. You can find me on Twitter at SweetJustice1. And you can find SuperNerdPalace on the internet. Just Google us. We also have a Facebook group. Facebook.clown. <laughs> Facebook.clown. All right. I, I, I tried to do this whole episode <laughs> in my in my fucking public radio voice, and it, it took Doc Clown to bring me down. <laughs> Facebook Doc Clown. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was such a good radio voice run. <laughs> That's actually a lot harder to do than our actual like. Oh, uh, it's l- so much harder. Loud. Our loud voices. Is so much easier than the the It's subdued. just so natural. <clears throat> like I hear my my voice is probably going from just speaking in a measured. I drank a full fucking bottle of water. I don't know how we did that. I usually never drink during I'm, the show. I'm sorry <laughs> that we subjected you to that, but we just had to. I wanted to do it. I want to see if we could. I want to see how long we could do it for. We almost got the whole episode through, and I had to crack fucking on clown. dot clown super nerd pals dot clown everyone. Facebook.com slash groups slash SuperNerdPals. We have almost 450 members now. Last we, week we were only at 400. Not even 400. We weren't at 400 yet, but now we are at 450. Thanks everyone who helped us get to that point. And now let's move on to 500. Every week I want to see some growth in those numbers. I want to get up to 1,000 and then beyond. Let's do it. To infinity and beyond. Thanks guys for listening. Catch you on episode 80. See you Ooh. later. Here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you.